name is Tyhees Gibson and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video and in this video I'm going to talk to you a little bit about five habits that can ruin relationships. So these are habits like not just in our romantic relationships but also in our interpersonal relationships in general. However, there is going to be an extra emphasis here on our romantic relationships. So habit number one is if we are not practicing vulnerability. So if you're not already familiar, we have six major stages in the life cycle of relationships. We start at the dating phase, we go into the honeymoon, and then we go into the power struggle phase of a relationship. This usually happens around a year and a half to two years. And this can last for very, very long periods of time. I've seen couples who are in the power struggle phase for 20 years. And one of the like markers or rites of passage to being able to move beyond the power struggle phase is literally being able to practice vulnerability. And vulnerability means like showing your true self. It means opening up about your fears, your flaws, your weaknesses, your feelings, the things that are coming up for you. And there's a massive impact on how loved we feel in correlation to how vulnerable we're being. So let me give you an example. Let's say we take Bob and Bob doesn't share anything about his internal world. He doesn't share when he's feeling insecure or afraid. Um, he doesn't share when he's feeling down or upset. He really keeps his guard up in his romantic relationship. Well, he's not going to feel when he's afraid, like he's getting reassurance because his partner may not even realize he's not going to feel seen and heard and understood by his partner. If he's not properly sharing who he is and what's going on in his internal world. And so if we're not vulnerable, we can often get stuck in the power struggle stage, not progress into the stability, commitment, and bliss phases of relationships. And that's one of the markers to be able to move beyond it, because part of moving beyond the power struggle phase is about, can we share our true selves? Can we open up? Can we receive as that person and then continue to grow and expand together by building deeper bonds beyond just that infatuation that takes place in the earlier stages of relationships. So not being vulnerable has a massive impact and it also has a massive impact on our mental health in general. Number two, communicating indirectly about what upsets you and not working through things. This is another really powerful way that we unfortunately can stay stuck in the power struggle stage. And a good way of recognizing if you're communicating indirectly is to ask yourself, am I communicating about the surface thing or am I communicating about the underlying meaning attached to the surface thing? So for example, I may get frustrated with my partner for not doing the dishes. And when I see that happen, let's pretend, do I feel like Oh, it's about the dishes or is there an, uh, as in, the, is there another underlying meaning? So something like I'm feeling unsupported because I have a lot on my plate and I need some help and support. And there's a really big difference in the way that we communicate that information. So let's pretend I go to my partner and I say, you never do the dishes. I just sound like I'm critical and being a jerk, right? Like that's basically what's going to happen. But if I say, Hey, I really need some extra support. And that would look like you doing the dishes. Now somebody understands where I'm coming from and the underlying meaning. And if I ask and then it doesn't happen, the person forgets. And I say, hey, just so you know, from my perspective, when I reach out and ask about that and it doesn't happen, I start to feel unsupported. And it's really important to me to feel that support from you. Then that person has context. And then we actually create resolution around the real issues. And this may also look like my partner coming back to me and saying, 
well, I really support you. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I completely forgot, but that's not a reflection of how much I care about you and want to support you. And when we learn to be vulnerable about the underlying meaning about situations, not talk about the surface level stuff and try to solve the problem there, it it has a profoundly positive impact on our relationships overall. Number three, not knowing your needs or not seeing them through. I can't stress how important this is. If we don't know our needs and relationships, we're not going to get them met or we're going to get a small portion of of them met and we're going to expect that that other people mind read and know what our needs are. And that puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on relationships as well. When we do communicate a needs as we start to understand what those needs are, then we have to be able to see them through and actually show up for them. So we have to be able to say to somebody, Hey, you know, I I mentioned that I needed to feel more supported last week by you taking a chance to do the dishes. I noticed that you did them a few times recently, but I noticed you forgot on your day today. Can you please do them when you have a chance again soon? And, And we have to be able to ask because sometimes people think, oh, I communicated a need once. So now it's done. And the reality is you have to keep communicating needs. It's not a one-time thing because we have to program and and other people's subconscious mind get programmed in their memories for what we need only through repetition. So if we say it once and somebody has a different operating system than you do and and different subconscious programs about how they view support and relationships, you have to actually like teach them over time who you are, what you need, what you desire. And needs can range from everything like needing harmony in relationships, needing open communication, needing transparency, needing to feel understood, needing a certain amount of physical affection or physical closeness. Like there are so many different needs we can have. And if you don't already know this stuff, this is literally one of the cornerstones of building healthy relationships. And if you want to do a deep dive into knowing your needs better, I have a link in the description box below. And the first course you want to take that will give you the clearest roadmap of your needs and your blueprint and how needs work and then how you can communicate and share them is a discover, embrace, and fulfill your personal needs course. And there's a seven-day free trial to that in the description box below. And that seven-day free trial also gives you access to all the other courses in the school that you can check out, as well as four live webinars I do with our students every single week and different community and social events that we host as well. So that's a really important one. Number four is not properly empathizing. And here's the real kicker. A lot of people will think that they're empathizing when what they're actually doing is sympathizing. And the main difference is sympathy will be you're seeing somebody according to your programming. So if you would feel lonely in a situation, you assume the other person must feel lonely versus if you would feel lonely in a situation and that person actually would need space in a situation to soothe. Empathy means you're able to see them as they are, not as you are, okay? And it's gonna be really important because let's say we see a loved one and let's say they get rejected by somebody. Maybe how they need to cope for a minute is to take 20 minutes by themselves and just sort of like rebalance themselves. But maybe what you would need is a lot of reassurance. And maybe for them, that reassurance just feels like, ah, I'm distracted, I can't like get centered in myself. And so you may give something that you would need, but it's not actually seeing that person and what they would need. And it can actually create a big emotional disconnect and even resentment long-term between partners. So it's important to practice thinking, what would that person need according to what I know about their programming, their desires, their needs, how they show up and some of their feeling patterns in relationships. And number five is changing expectations and learning to question your expectations and communicate them. So sometimes we can get into these dynamics where we expect that somebody knows just what to say or does the right thing. And 
all of the expectations we have actually create barriers, like invisible walls between ourselves and other people. What we want to be able to practice instead is the places we have an expectation, like my partner should always be on time. My friend should always call me back right away. You know, those ideas that we have instead, try to like ground those things into needs that are important to you and realize that nobody's ever going to meet our needs hundred percent of the time. People are going to have busy lives and other things going on. And so what we want to practice doing instead is recognizing what that need is that we're projecting onto people as an expectation and take accountability for that need overall in our lives. For example, if I would need somebody to call me back right away, maybe it's because I need self-soothing. And maybe if somebody can't do that, I have to have really good habits to be able to soothe myself and, and calm my own emotions. Maybe if I expect somebody to be on time all the time, it's because I'm booking myself too tight and I'm always overwhelmed and I need everybody to be on time because my life is too hectic. And in that case, I may need to take responsibility for having better boundaries and slowing down in my life a little bit. So I'm not under so much pressure. So there'll be really important golden nuggets of information beneath your expectations about things you actually need to empower in the relationship to yourself, which will then make communicating them much healthier in your relationships to others without that attachment of like, everybody needs to get this right hundred percent of the time that can put a lot of pressure on those interpersonal dynamics. So hopefully that makes a whole lot of sense. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for watching. Please like share and subscribe. Um, if you haven't already check out that seven day free trial, if you want to do a deep dive into your needs and understanding them, we also have, um, when it comes to communication, we have a communication scripts course and a communication course overall. So lots of really good information in there. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you in the next video.